All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome back. Special edition of the Moto Aftermath show here, a little midweek show. And uh, we have a very special guest with us. And this very special guest is brought to you by our newest sponsor of the show. So Alias Sport is coming on board with us here. Uh, AliasSport.com. They make uh, Alias Pain Balm and the Alias Chill Oil. So it is CBD, non-THC stuff. Um, It is... uh, Honestly, I haven't tried it yet. They're sending it to me, so I'm going to try it and see. I have some aches and pains. As you know, I'm uh, no no spring chicken anymore, so I'm going to try some of this pain balm and see how that helps me out here when we get here. Uh, but the main reason they're coming on board here is to uh, help out some of the privateer heroes that we all know and love. As you guys know, we are big proponents of the privateers here for the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series and the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series. So on the phone with me, I have privateer hero, pro racing legend, the one, the only, Kyle Chisholm. What's up, Kyle? How are we doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Just on the way home from riding, did some practicing, a little tired. There's the heat in Florida is no joke this time of year, so a little tired, but that's part of it and, and part of the process. But no, enjoying it, and uh, yeah, no, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, so how, how bad did it rain today? Because I know Florida is notorious uh, for mid-afternoon showers here, and we're mid-afternoon, yeah, it, so it hasn't rained yet today, at least by me. But that's the thing: is it could rain, you know, like you know, on the other side of the street, not on this <laughs> side of the street. So that's how it goes. It's literally rained in my front yard, not my backyard before. That in is, my house, and I'm in a neighborhood, awesome. you know, not like a, not on acres. Yeah. So yeah, it's Florida. So now it rained a bunch yesterday evening. It'll rain pretty much any time between you know early afternoon through the night. You know, just kind of hit or miss. And I uh, rode over to the Stewart's house today, and they got some rain last night. So we had a little bit of a late start today, just trying to get the track. Oh, my you God. You know, good for us to ride. So the track was actually turned out good, but a little bit wet to start. Uh, turned out turned out pretty good, though. The stew compound, bro. <clears throat> do you know how many people, yeah. their jaw just hit the floor that you've been riding at the Stewart's place? Holy shit, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've grown up. My, my dad and Big James grew up riding together. I just got a friend, so me and little James grew up riding together you know, before they ever had a track. So I was actually thinking about today, I probably rode more laps there than anybody, you know, because obviously I've <laughs> raced a little bit longer than James, and uh, and obviously I've been riding longer than when Malcolm even started riding, you know, whatever. So I was, uh, it's actually funny. I've probably ridden there more than Malcolm or James has, you know, at this point in my career. So um, no, I grew up, grew up riding together before they ever had a track and pretty much ridden there since they ever had a track, you know, whatever. So, um, it's, it's awesome. Good, good people. Awesome. Awesome family. Malcolm's like a little brother to me. And, uh, no, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say I take it for granted by any means, but, um, definitely blessed to be able to go there and, and call them friends and, and be able to ride there with them. So that's awesome. Yeah. It, when, when was our last stew sighting there? When, when was the last time we actually uh, saw stew there? Not during, even on a bike, just, just there. During Supercross time, oh, okay. uh, towards the end of Supercross, by the last time I've seen him, I saw him out there. So, yeah. Well, now it's now it's too hot for him. He's like, dude, fuck it's, this. I've spent a lot of hot. summers out here. I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't blame him. I don't blame him for sure. I, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing out here right now? Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's good. It's fun. I enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, not doing all the outdoors, obviously. Just doing a couple. And uh, so for me, you know, kind of just riding a little bit here and there over the summer. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, ah, why not go do a couple races if I'm riding anyway? So not like any serious, 
hardcore, you know, week to week training, grind like all these other guys are doing right now. But for me, you know, I'm like, oh, kind of ride, you know, day or two a week and have some fun. And uh, like I said, sometimes I'm like, why am I out here? This is not fun. It's too hot. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna race this weekend, which obviously we'll get into. But so I'm like, oh, I gotta suffer a little bit here this week and and I uh, get ready for the weekend. So yeah, part of it. Yeah, but you say you say not anything serious, but you're not serious. You're still in the top twenty. Like that veteran savvy that you have is absolutely impressive. I gotta say, you're you're like my number one pick for. Pulp MX Fantasy for Supercross. Like, if there was yes. every, every time I could pick you, I was like, yep, Chiz is on. Chiz is on. Chiz is yeah. on. Like, there was no That's... doubting it. Cause, like, even on your worst night, I'm like, he's still going to get me okay points as opposed to like yeah. some of these other dudes that, for lack of a better term, are super serious until it gets to that, you know, 20 minute main event in Supercross. And then they can't go, yeah. you know, 20 minutes plus a lap and without dying. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so so you're yeah. not serious is still better than some guy or a lot of guys <laughs> serious, which is a sad yeah. state of affairs. So yeah, I would say like at least for outdoors right now, you know I'm not they don't have any plan or budget or like you know for doing all of them. But obviously, I like racing. I'm a racer at heart. And I enjoy it. So I'm like you know I'm sitting at home. That's how I always go. I'm like I'm bored. Which race should I go do? Which one do I want to go do? Let's do it. So, you know, I'll put in some work to go do it. But it's just, it's different, you know. When normally when I'm, you know, doing outdoors, for example, I'm riding outdoors back in April. You know, even during Supercross towards the end, <clears throat> you know, I'm just starting outdoor motos, starting some testing, getting ready. You know, before Supercross is even over. Where this year it's like, you know, got through Supercross, probably took a month off. You know, didn't ride at all. Rode a little bit here and there. I'm like, oh, I'll go race Southwick. You know, so I rode for a week or two before went ready. I think I rode like six times before uh, that. And then this time I took like another couple of weeks off after Southwick. And just the last probably two or three weeks, I've just, you know, rode a couple of days a week. You know, I'm like, oh, let's go do buds. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, nothing, I'm not serious when I'm out there. I'm serious when I'm racing. I'm serious, but it's just not the full, you know, I'm not. No, you're not, you're not grinding. Committed. You're not testing. I'm I'm committed. But it's not like all 12 outdoors, I'm grinding all summer long, going to, you know, do it. I want to go do good. I want to have fun, you know, whatever. But it's uh, it's more just because I want to be out there and, and have some fun. So, oh, yeah. At the, you know, for the outdoors, at least. Oh, yeah. So, Supercross, Supercross is definitely a little more more for preparation and, and, you know, whatever, put a little more into it. But outdoors, like I said, I have no plans to do any of them. Um, I just know me and I end up sitting around watching the races every week because I'm a fan you know, just as much as I'm a racer and I'm like, gosh, I, I want to go out there and I want to go race. So which one am I doing? So that's kind of how the outdoors has gone through the last couple of years. So getting a little older and Supercross is the main focus and outdoors is just kind of, kind of for fun. So now yeah. do you have with, with saying that and talking about how you've rode more laps at Stewart's compound and everything is, is the end in sight for you for Supercross? Do you think you're going to go, you know, another three, four five years here? Like, with just doing supercross and maybe touching an outdoor here and there, what, what, what are your, what's your thought process on all of that? To be honest, I don't really know. Like I've gotten that question asked a lot last, you know, a few years really. And, uh, cause you know, I'm not super young anymore. I'm not old in normal life, me, you know, terms, but for our sport I am. And, uh, and I've been doing it a long time, you know, at this level. So, um, I'm blessed to have been able to, and to be in the position I am and how long I've been able to, to race competitively at this level. And, uh, 
man, I don't really know. It's, it's, I kind of, at this point in my career, I kind of go year to year and the kind of things I look at is, you know, do I want to do it? Like, do I enjoy it? Do I want to be out there doing it? That's the first thing. And then for me, the second thing is, um, not in any order, but I'd say the first thing for sure is, do I want to do it? You know, and I do, I still, I like the work. I like, I like training. I like riding. I like competing. So that's the first thing is I still enjoy it, enjoy that part of it. So I want to be there. The other two things that I look at is, okay, well, can I make a living doing it still? Like, you know, where I want to be. Um, I'm not, I, as much as I love it, I, at some point, you know, you have to, you know, it, it is, a, it's my job. So it's got to make sense. So I'm like, you know, as much as I love it, but does it make sense to the risk and just everything doing it? So I'm like, doesn't make sense financially. So that's another thing. And then the other thing is, uh, well, to recap, it's do I want to do it? Does it make sense, you know, financially to do it? And then also, like, am I competitive? Am I happy with where I line up with people? So even if I love doing it, but I'm just, man, I just don't have it anymore. Then it's like, eh, it'd be easier to walk away. So like I said, the three things for me are, do I, do I love it? Do I still want to do it? Can I make a living? You know, does it make sense financially? And am I competitive where I want to be? And sure, I'm not as good. I don't finish as good as I did at the best part of my career. But, you know, when I'm making the main event every weekend in Supercross, and, you know, top 15, 20, you know, whatever, up there, battling with guys on factory bikes, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. You obviously always want to do better. But, you know, that's respectable. I'm happy with that. Um, I work hard to be there. It's not easy by any means. That's that's when I say the serious thing. <clears throat> it's it's hard because we're like, oh, he just got it. It's easy, but it's not. It's a lot of work, and I get old every year, and more guys come in every year. <laughs> so it's a lot of work to do to go out there and chiz every weekend, like people probably think. <laughs> um, but I enjoy it. Like I said, I enjoy the challenge. So I enjoy it. Um, so as long as I'm to answer the question, I don't, that's, I don't really know. I kind of take it year to year. It's okay. Let's evaluate, you know, do I still want to do this? And okay. What sponsors do I have? What kind of program can I have? Does it make sense? You know, and, and kind of just go from there. So I would like to race longer. Um, but it really just depends on those things. So while I'm out there and just kind of cross that bridge as I get to it, you know, around this time of year, every year start working on stuff for next year and see what I can put together and, and kind of go from there. So, yeah, I, I would like to race longer, you know, whatever. So as long as it makes sense and, and all that, we'll uh, keep doing it. Sweet. Um, so speaking of, like, sponsors and program, what is your, what's your <laughs> program for, like, getting to the races? Are you van life in it with your dad? Are you van life in it by yourself? Like, what, what's, the, what's the deal? Are you putting your bike on a truck with somebody? How, how's this working yep. for you? So for Supercross, I had, um, uh, they actually have a deal, not really a deal, but they support a part of a, the Ronald McDonald uh, House Charities, okay. um, which is McDonald's. Um, and that family, um, the, they actually used to drive the Rock River uh, Cycle Trader truck for oh, a few years. And okay. he's got his own semi, his, his kids race um, at the amateur level. Um, and they have that affiliation with the Ronald McDonald uh, charity. So they wanted to kind of build and kind of put their own little thing together. And so I kind of partnered with them this year for Supercross. So they took my bike. That's what I pitted with and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I was, you know, kind of on my own, my own bike deals and everything else was on me other than my bike getting to the races. Um, but they were awesome. Bit, huge help for me. And, and we've kind of wanted to, to build it 
into something more potentially. So kind of working on that um, for Supercross. For outdoors, I'm really kind of just on my own. So for Bud's Creek and in, in Ironman, um, just a friend of ours that another kid that races, uh, Aaron Leninger, um, he's just driving up. He's a privateer going up in his van. So he's going to throw my bike in there with him and, and get my bike up there. So, And then like I'm going to pit with Bill Dill from 3D Racing. Okay. Um, he has a nice little, little rig that I can pit out of. So really, honestly, outdoors, that's why I said it's not as serious. I don't really have a program. Kind of just, hey, I'm going to race this race. Let's go do it. And uh, what can I put together? Go have some fun and, and do it. But that's how Supercross went. And then for outdoors, it's kind of just, you know, Southwick, I drove up. I ran in the van and I drove myself up there. Um, for this, for these ones, um, I have somebody taking the bike, like I said, so I'll be able to fly, which is much easier on me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of just kind of go with the flow for outdoors. Like I said, no plans to do any of them. So just to do a couple, just kind of throw something together and go and go have some fun. Oh, yeah. Is the kind of the main focus. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so nothing, nothing solid then yet for 22 here for Supercross that you've put together or? Um, nothing, nothing's like a hundred percent at the moment. Just obviously Yamaha kind of stepped on board and helped me a little bit more directly this year okay. than 2020. Um, and they were happy with everything. So I'm looking to continue that. Uh, just, you know, nothing's hundred percent, but looking to build on that. And then as far as the, the program with the truck and everything that, like I said, that, that I was with, um, we're just wanting to build on the program and, um, the biggest thing is just getting funding, you know, trying to get some good sponsors on board and make it a program where we can maybe get another rider or two, you know, something like that mm -hmm. and support like an actual team, you know, whatever. So that's what we'd like to do. Um, it's just tough, obviously, especially with the world the way it is right now. Um, <laughs> just trying to get that funding and get a good sponsor on board and, uh, and kind of really do it right. You know, whatever. That's what I would really like to do. So working on that, but nothing hundred percent. And, uh, yeah, just working on it. So, uh, we'll kind of see what see what kind of comes together between now and, and Supercross. Okay, okay. Now in uh, in Supercross this year, you had a pretty big get off, wasn't it? It was one of the Atlantas, but sorry, I don't remember which one uh, it yep. was. The second one. You yep. you went for a ride in through practice. the grass, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a little whiskey in the whoops. Okay. And I actually saved it from being bad in the whoops, but my foot slipped off, and and I saved it, but when my foot slipped off, I kind of whiskeyed and kind of slid. It caught and I whiskey throttled into the grass and. Had a pretty good one. It was a lot better than it started. If you got to see the whole crash, um, but uh, yeah, it just kind of unfortunate. When I went in the grass, there's a little patch of concrete. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a car race track, and I went like a foot. I missed the grass by about a foot. Just drove my shoulder into the concrete and separated my shoulder, and that was a bummer. So I missed uh, that one. Obviously, that those two Atlantas in the first Salt Lake, but I was able to come back for that last Salt Lake and kind of just get through it. I wasn't 100% by any means, but I was happy to get out there, be in the main and battle, you know, about top 15 was good. So had that little crash, which was a bummer, but like I said, it could have been a lot worse. Um, unfortunate with the concrete kind of being right there, but overall it could have been worse. And it's part of it. You know, we do 17 races like that. It's, it's going to happen. So I was fortunate to have a pretty healthy year, um, really the last two years. So, um, but it, it, it happens. We're riding dirt bikes. Oh Yeah. Now, what did you think of those Atlanta rounds? Because I've heard several mixed reviews from several different riders and people about, you know, the track yeah. was too big, the track was dangerous, all this kind of stuff like that. What did, what did you I, think about it? I actually really liked it. I enjoyed it. I did think it was too big. I think they could have condensed it a little bit mm -hmm. um, because it got pretty fast. And when you're doing Supercross obstacles going that fast, it's could be a little sketchy. Um, so I felt like they could have, like, and obviously for the fans – 
and the TV people. I think if they just shortened it a little bit, as far as like the, the footprint, mm -hmm. they could have condensed that a little bit more. And I think it would have been gracing still maybe better and uh, would have been better viewing, better TV, you know, or easier TV, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that 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 could be done. But honestly, I liked it. I enjoy, I'm glad that we're going back to that style of, of race. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was really, it was, it was cool. It was fun and different. I, I like that. It wasn't like Daytona. It was, but it wasn't like the outdoor feel of Daytona. Mm -hmm. Outdoor meaning like motocross. You know, Daytona's got that motocross mix where Atlanta didn't really have that for the most part. So I thought it was cool. It was a bigger track, open more, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I was pumped to go back there. I think they could make a few tweaks and it'd be, it'd be really good. Okay. Now, did you like the residencies with the Supercross? Because I'm not going to lie. When the schedule came out, I thought for sure we were going to have at least a couple of residencies. I thought we would have at least 20 rounds of Supercross because they were going to throw some in the middle of the week. <laughs> so to see like yeah. just a normal schedule with no residencies, no yeah. no midweek rounds, I was like, what the heck is going on? But um, what did you think it, of those? Because I was so a fan. I, I liked it. <laughs> Just it was tough doing it so many times. Mm -hmm. I really wish they'd kind of mix the two, maybe, um, kind of have that normal schedule, mm -hmm. um, but then mix with maybe a few residencies. You know, maybe you don't do them. You know, like last year it was three at Houston and then three at Indy and then yeah, um, what was it? Uh, Orla uh, Daytona Orlando for two and weeks, then three, yeah. two in two in Orlando, three in Dallas. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was tough doing it that many times in a row, but it would have been nice to do like, you know, maybe you go, I don't know, maybe you go San Diego and then you go like two or three Anaheims and then you go to Dallas and then you do, you know, Dallas, Minneapolis, and then maybe you go to two Indies. And, you know, I don't know, like a mix would have been pretty cool if they could have, uh, could have done it some somehow like that mm -hmm. but uh i get it and stuff i think the downside for them is to do three like that as far as their you know butts in the seats ticket sales i don't think it's very great for them because if they have a race on saturday and wednesday and saturday in that city how many people are going to actually come to that many of them yeah. or if they do it in Dallas and then in Minneapolis and then in Atlanta, whatever, you know what I mean? You get, you're going to get more people at those cause you're moving from city to city. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, I, but I feel like they could have mixed in maybe a couple of them, you know, they're doing three Anaheims anyways. Yeah. Why not do them, you know, like that. I, I think for TV, it's kind of cool because you get that midweek, Maybe, you know, there's nothing else going on like there's on the weekend and maybe more people can watch it on, on TV or mm -hmm. online, you know, whatever. So um, a little bit bummed to not see any of them, but it was tough doing that many of them that way, too. So I feel like a, a balance would have been nice if they could have, you know, came up with something uh, to kind of give us some residencies, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, so so we're we're about four hours from Indianapolis. So we did all three indies last year. Um, yeah. and it was awesome because, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're, we sponsor a couple of privateers and we're friends with a couple of people. So it was nice. Uh, yeah. the first like Saturday to Tuesday, we stayed up there and we got to like go to dinner and we did go-karting and stuff with a couple of the guys. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good time. And then it was also cool too. Cause like, 
I was walking through the mall one night going back to the hotel or whatever and like, oh, there's Shmoda. Oh, there's Moseman, like talking to these guys yeah. or whatever. Like it was it was cool to like see them out and like have a conversation with them and nobody yeah. around, you know, like the craziness of a race day, you know, sometimes yeah. race days, it's like we want to talk to you guys, but we also know you have a job to do and it's it's serious yeah. for you guys, so it makes it difficult. So it was kind of nice doing that. I think I'm I'm with you. They they needed to do some. I think they I wish I knew what the actual numbers were cuz I think if you go yeah. somewhere like Indianapolis or say like even Minneapolis or something like that like we're going to this year, if you do a residency yep. there, I mean, it's the middle of winter, okay? There's yeah, nothing for us to do around here. Trust me. I'm yeah. from Michigan. It fucking snows. There's nothing yeah. here. You give me 3 yeah. Supercross races, I'm going to all 3. No matter yeah. what. If it's within like 4 or 5 hours, you know, I'm there. And that's the other thing is like they might not get as many people, but their cost is going to be less too because they're yeah. not up and moving logistically yep. that many people and all that stuff to another city and doing it all. You know, it's it's I I mean it it'd be interesting to see all the numbers obviously, but they they might make a little less, but they also spend less too. So you know, what is that profit margin that they kind of want to hit? But I don't know. I mean, like I said, that that is like you said, that is the was the cool thing about it was you know. Typically, like for me, you know, I'm, I'm flying in Friday, you know, I get there, maybe eat some lunch, go check in the hotel, go to the track, check it out, make sure my bike's good, do some work, you know, whatever I got going on, go chill at the hotel for an hour, go to dinner, go to sleep, and then you wake up, you're at the track all day Saturday racing, yep. and then you fly home Sunday morning. Yep. So you don't really, you don't really do anything. You don't go explore the city, you know, you're in and out, you're working, it's, it's a work trip, it's not fun. It's fun. But it's not like you're not on vacation. Mm-hmm. Where the residency was like you're on vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It was, uh, you know, like my my wife and kids came to Dallas, um, and we ended up for a couple of days stayed at the I forget what it's called. Uh, gosh, I can't think of the word now. It was uh, they have like an indoor water park and stuff like that. Um, it's like a hotel. They have all this indoor stuff. I can't think of the word, uh, think of the name of it now. But we stayed there. They flew in. Okay. They didn't stay the whole time, but uh, they came and we stayed there. Went on like the water slides and all that stuff. Cool. And uh, had some fun for a day, you know, a couple of days while we were there. And that's not something that we would have gotten to do, you know, under on a normal Dallas. I'm gonna fly in, race, fly home. Yep. You know where we we stayed and, and hung out and played and kids had fun, you know, and and enjoyed it a little bit. So that's I mean it was. It was enjoyable, but then it was tough being gone for basically a week, you know, at a time. Then you're not being able to practice during the week and work on stuff in between. So it was tough doing that many, but I wish they could have balanced a little bit of that, you know, a couple of them back in there. You know, it's maybe some cool places or something like that. But, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll do it again in the future, but um, we'll see. Yeah. Now, what about what about Triple Crowns? Because I've heard that they're bringing those back, but we haven't seen anything yet. So yeah. what did you think of those? Um, I'm honestly not the biggest fan of them, but <laughs> it's not that big of a deal either. They do a few of them, you know, whatever. I don't, I, I don't really like the qualifying way they do it. You know, just off lap times as during the main event. Yeah. I'm not honestly not the best qualifier, you know, just throwing out one fast lap. I'm more of a racer and you know, I'd rather race my way into it, you know, in a heat race or something like that. So I struggle with that. So that's part of why, you know, just everyone's biased. What, what I don't like about it. The flip side is if you do qualify good, you don't have to worry about going through a race to make the main event. You're in for all three. Yep. You know, you're good. Um, so there's that side of it for me. Uh, the other thing is, is 
I like just the longer race, not those quick short sprint races. Yeah. It tends to play into my favor and just being biased. <laughs> um, but like I said, I'm, I'm old enough and open-minded enough now to understand that it's different, exciting. And even for me, it's kind of cool because I also look at it like, well, I might not be speed wise. I might be better off having one longer moto than trying to beat somebody on just raw speed in a short sprint, but they got to do that for three motos in a row. Mm-hmm. And I maybe can be more consistent. So, you know, just things that play in everybody's strengths and weaknesses. And, and, uh, and like I said, I, it's a cool change. If they did them every weekend, I'd be like, ah, not really a fan. I like the old way, but being that they just do a few, it's, it's not a big deal. It's cool to do something different. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so getting back to, I guess the reason we're, uh, the re- the reason we're really talking here, because let's face it, we 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 had this connection made through a third party here for the two of us. Yep. Um, like I said, our friends over at Alias Sport, they have been uh, they're they're kind of helping you. Well, kind of, they're really helping you, I guess, get to the races here yep. this summer. Um, they're doing these these special days where if you go on their website, you buy something, either their pain balm or their chill oil. Um, it w- they're going to donate hundred percent of the profits to you, which again, we think is awesome. Cause like I said, we are, we are privateer, uh, supporters over here. We sponsor some privateers. We, we like to help you guys out as much as we possibly can. I'm sure at some point now that we have a connection, we will, uh, we'll do something with you hopefully at some point here, as long as yep. you're still racing. Um, yep. And I, I have to say, I'm sad. I missed the first go round of this for your uh, your Southwick run. I found out like literally that night that it was going on, and I was like, "Oh crap! Okay, well maybe I should go do this at some point." And then I was like, "Oh, I yeah. guess it's only today." Uh, but they're yeah. doing it yeah. for Buds. They're doing it for Iron Man. Um, yeah. How does how did this whole deal come about for you? Um, so Mike Grondel, actually, you know the owner, he actually reached out to me. Um, back like just when outdoor started and he's like hey you know why and i i know i'm actually kind of friends with eric his son okay um but i've never actually met mike before that i remember um i haven't talked to him that much but he reached out to me actually on twitter we kind of hooked <laughs> up and talked on the phone and uh talked for a while and just about a bunch of stuff and he's just like you know why aren't you racing outdoors i'm like you know i still have the budget you know i had budget for supercross that's what i focused on i'd love to do a few outdoors but, you know, it's just, even then, it's, it's just hard because it doesn't make sense. You know, it's just, you don't make any money. It costs so much to do it. It's so hard on everything. It's a lot of work to be prepared to go do it, to go try to finish decent. You know, it's just not worth it, unfortunately. I like it. It's not worth it. So he's like, well, man, what if we came up with something to, to, to help? Let's partner up. Let's do something. So we kind of came up with this idea. We did it before Southwick. And uh, it actually worked really good. It helped me a ton. So we're like, hey. You know, what other ones should we do? And I, I had, we had already talked, but I'm like, you know, Butts Creek is one that I really enjoy doing. And then uh, Indiana as well. And uh, so I'm like, I got the opportunity, started getting my bikes and stuff to both of those. I'm like, you know, let's, that, those are the ones I want to do. And they're like, well, let's do it again. So huge thanks to those guys, you know, Alien Sport, um, support them, you know, even I'm not the days that they do stuff with me. Um, just awesome company, good, coming from a good place. Uh, I want to support the sport and, and guys like me. Um, so, yeah, it worked out awesome. Uh, so, like, this Friday, I don't remember the day. I think it's, what, the 20th, I believe? Yes. Um, Friday before Bud's Creek and the Friday before Iron Man next Friday, which would be, I think, what, the 27th, I think, something like that. Yes, that um, is also correct. <laughs> yeah, for the 20th and 27th, you know, all the sales from those days um, will go to me to help, you know, helping me get to those races. So, it's tough. And 
I don't want to knock on like the outdoors because I know it's a business and just whatever, but just being real, I'm not, I'm not, not coming oh boy. from, Oh, we're going to get started. Well, All right, here we go. I'm not, I'm not coming from a bad place. I like Davy Coons, you know, whatever, you know, so I don't want it to come off that way, but just being honest. Um, so like, just to give everybody an example, like for Southwick, you know, my credential, like my pass, you have to buy it for the season, even though I'm only doing one or two races to get my license was like, I think $350. And then to sign up was like three hundred dollars. Um, so just right there, I'm you know six fifty, you know to go. That's without getting myself there, my bike there, race fuel, just anything, mm -hmm. right? So I won't even get into that. You know, race fuel and flights and hotels and for renting a van and driving, my time, just all that, right? So forget about all that stuff, which still should be considered, but just like getting my credential. And signing up to race, like I said, was six fifty. So I went like I think what nineteen and twenty one. I crashed both motos. Should have been a little bit better. I should have been closer about about fifteenth. Yep. But still, I'm right there around twentieth. You whatever in the points. So you got seven hundred bucks. I made seven hundred dollars. Yep. Is what I made. So it cost me six fifty just between signing up and getting my license to go there, and that's without me getting there, getting my bikes there anything mm -hmm. so to further that i rented a van i drove up there i got hotels you know while i was there yeah i spent probably close to 1200 bucks just in the van the fuel the hotels you know and again that's not even counting my time you know it's not me paying me anything to drive up there 22 hours each way mm -hmm. you know and race all that stuff so that's not counting race fuel you know 150 dollars for the weekend for five gallons you know whatever so it's like it's tough. So that's why I don't do outdoors. I like it, enjoy it, but it just doesn't make sense. And again, that's not a knock on MX sports or AMA or anybody like that, but those are just the facts, you know, and I don't know what their numbers are. Maybe they don't make a lot of money, whatever, and they can't pay us more money. But at the end of the day, I said, I don't want to talk bad, but that's just the reality of what it was. So it's like how I can't go do that again. That's not even counting like wear and tear on my bike. That's not counting like, paying to ride during the week to train at these facilities, you know, anything like that. No, none of my time. It just, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, when you guys see everybody racing, all the privateers support them, if you can, you know what I mean? It's, it's not we're we're not getting rich by any means. So for me, when I have guys like alias sport stepping up and some other people that want to help and just help me get out there, I really appreciate that because I want to be out there, but at the same time, I have a family this is my job. You know how many people will be like, man, I love working at McDonald's. Don't bother paying me. I'll actually spend money to come work there this week. You know, nobody would do that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, it's tough. And people say, oh, we'll just do better and get a better ride. But oh, it's not easy. You know what I mean? There's, it's just, it is what it is. Um, our sport is what it is at the moment. Um, could it be better? I'm sure. But will it? Who knows? Things would have to change. <laughs> but it's just, it oh. is what it is. And those are the, those are the reality. So like I said, when people like alias step up and do things like this. That's why I'm out there. Cause if, if it wasn't for them and people like that, I wouldn't be out there. Cause I can't go spend $2,000 to make $700, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm and for the people that maybe don't know, they can say, well, get top 10 and you'll make more money. To be honest, I don't know the exact numbers. Maybe you do. If I went 10, 10, which would be amazing. I'd be beating people that win races and podium. I probably would have made 900 bucks instead of 700 bucks. It's not like I would have made $5,000 if I just did a little better, you know? So to make 700 bucks and spend, 
you know, two thousand to go there. It just you can't do that every week, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, it's awesome. So support me if you guys can and want to. Uh, this Friday and next Friday, the twentieth and twenty seventh, I believe, uh, before Bud's Creek and before Ironman, um, that's what's getting me up to those races, um, along with a few other people that I'll get some shout outs to, you know, on my social media and stuff. But uh, anyway, it's really stepping up and doing this is awesome of them. Really thankful and appreciative, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys support it. And I know you said you haven't been able to try their products. Yeah. I have actually I've been. I actually used them for a couple months before Southwick even. Okay, because as I talked to Mike and. I wanted to make sure I liked them and, and you know, everything like that Yep. Uh, before I, you know, endorse something or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I, it's, it's awesome stuff. I've used some other CBD stuff that was good in the past. Um, and this stuff is even better, you know, right there with it, even better of some really good popular stuff. So um, the pain bombs, awesome. Really, that honestly helped my shoulder back during Supercross. So I mean, I've been using this stuff since back, back then, you know, even during Supercross. So mm-hmm. um, that helped me a ton. The CBD oil is amazing. For me, the sleep is the biggest thing on that. Is uh, I get such better sleep when I take the oil, you know, before bed and stuff like that. So, hmm, yeah, and it's it's for for racers and people that ride dirt bikes, even not racers, ri- you know, riders, you can you you know definitely benefit from the stuff. And it's really good price too. Um, I know they had a good sale going on before Southwick. Um, yeah, it wasn't even super expensive, and the benefits you get from it are are awesome for especially for that price. So, yeah, check them out. Um, like I said, it supports me. Uh, getting there those those days, but like I said, support them all the time. They're a great company that's behind our sport and giving to our sport and helping guys like me. So um, just just awesome to to have them in my corner and supporting me. And uh, yeah, really thankful for it. So show them some love, help me out too. I appreciate it if if you guys want. And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm I'm pumped to be out there. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely link Alias Sport in the description here. Like like Kyle said. Um, this Friday, this coming Friday, the 20th of August, and then the next Friday, the 27th, all the sales on the site go to him. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I would have got to try the stuff before I was putting it out there. My box <laughs> is on the way, apparently, Mike told me this morning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just waiting yeah, on it awesome. to show up. But uh, um, So one more thing before we let you go, because I know I told you we'd keep this kind of short. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, had, a, had, a, had another privateer hero on the show on Sunday, a Mr. Okay. Scott Meshi. Who says he knows yep. you? <laughs> and yep, I uh, ride with Scott a little bit in Florida sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He said. Uh, he he said. Did he say that you whooped up on him at a Dade City race? Or yeah, yeah, yep. so, something like that. Uh, During Supercross, yeah. <laughs> so so tell us about the legendary Dade City and how many laps you spun there and how you just lay the lay the wood to every single guy that comes there now. <laughs> well, like. So before the race, cause we were at we were at Supercross at Moto Sandbox, you know, same place together, mm-hmm. and um, so leading up, it was like on a Thursday, you know, before Daytona, you know, during the week they have a, uh, I think, remember, it, it's always been the Pro Circuit Open, usually at Tampa MX, but they moved it to Date City this year, but anyways, so we're riding Supercross. He's like, oh, I'm gonna whoop you. I'm gonna show you up. Date City's my track. <laughs> and Scott, I think Scott's only 23, and I'm 33. Yeah. So I think I'm like 10 years older than him, and. Uh, He's like, oh, that's my place. You know, that's you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop you there. And I I said to him, and again, I guess I'll start with I really haven't rode there very much the last you know years. Just being a professional, I haven't ridden there that much. But I grew up riding there. Randy O, the owner, I used to ride there like two three days a week. We he would have like private nights just for me and a few other guys. Aside from their public nights, you know, after school, that's where I would be riding on Tuesdays and Thursdays and the week Saturday mornings. 
Saturday nights. You know, that's where I grew up racing. My first race ever, mm-hmm. you know, all is at Dade City. So, so anyways, so I haven't ridden there a lot lately, you know, whatever the last years, but that's where I grew up, you know, in our first race ever. So Scott's talking some smack uh, during the week. You know, I'm going to whoop you Thursday, you know, whatever. It's a good money race. You know, I think the winner makes like three or four grand, you know, for Thursday. And uh, so he's talking some smack and I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm a whoopie. It's my track. And I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, we'll see. And uh, I'm like, he's like, no dude, that's, that's where I, that's where I grew up riding and stuff. That's, that's my player or whatever. It's I've, I've rode there so much. Yeah, I, I got you. And I'm like, I was like, what year were you born? I don't remember what he said. He said like 90, he said 97 or 98 or something like that. Cause like I was 10 years I was born in 87. Yeah. He's 10 years older or younger than me. And uh, so I said to him, I go, I said, Scott, I said, I started riding when I was five. And the first place I ever rode was Date City. I said, I've been riding at Date City since before you were born. <laughs> so don't tell me you're going to come with me because that's your track. Oh, I said, I've been riding there since before you were born. You know, he was laughing, just joking. Yeah. Whatever. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to whoop you, whatever. I'm like, dude, I've been riding there since before you were born. He's like, he literally like looked at me, didn't say anything. Kind of like thought about it for a second. He's like, "Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, whatever." So it was, it was, it was funny. That but uh, no, he's a good, good kid. We actually rode together last week before he went up to Unadilla. Uh, we rode Tuesday together at, at a private track down here and uh, did some motos together. And you know, he's been doing really good. Uh, yeah, to, doing huge improvement from the last couple of years. You know, he's young, or whatever, and, and a hard worker, and uh, going to school. You know, still I think full time and everything like that. So he's a good, good kid and to be around and learning supercross this year for the first time and gone outdoors i think the last couple of years and he's a really good outdoor rider so been up in the points you know every weekend pretty much mm-hmm. uh close to some top 15s this past weekend so um yeah no he's he's a good guy good good fun kid well he had nothing but high praise to say about you man so yeah. um yeah no he was he was a great kid actually when when we had him on i told him i was like look man you need to do more podcasts because you speak very well like i, I interview some of you kid. guys man and it's yeah. just like pulling teeth to get you to talk but yeah. he's but he spoke very well i was like you, yeah you need to do more of these because you will get more help if you do so yeah yeah no he's a good he's well spoken like you said he's a smart kid he's going to school you know, he's in college you know while he's racing and stuff so yeah he's getting know, his master's which is fucking um, wild yeah yeah so you know he's a you know, obviously it goes kind of hand in hand. He's not just, uh, grew up on a dirt bike, you know, homeschool his whole life and nothing against that, obviously, but you know, an education is an ed- education, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, you can tell he's educated, you yep. know, whatever. So well-spoken and, and all that. Yeah. So, all yeah, right. For well, sure. Before we wrap this up, man, um, give a shout out where people can find you all, everyone else that's helping you out. We already said alias sport and we'll say it again. Alias sport, alias sport, yep. alias sport.com. Yeah. Uh, there yep. we go. Uh, so yeah. So shout out everyone else that's helping you out. Uh, tell people where they can find you. Um, so that like, I keep trying, I keep driving people. I'm like, look, these privateers, they're all looking for help, whether it's 50 bucks yep. or $50,000. Like yeah, all you gotta all do is up. hit them up. If you yeah. can't get them to talk to you, hit me up. I'll try yeah. to make a connection now that I know some people, like we can make some stuff happen here if you want to help out. So, yeah, go for yeah. it, man. Give the yeah. shout out. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, first right now, uh, Alias Sport for doing this for me and uh, it really, really helped me get out to race outdoors. Like I said, I'm just want to do them, but it's hard to make it make sense. Like I said, so I just I want to be out there, and they're making it possible for me. Then along with some others. Um, so yeah, huge shout to Alias Sport. Like we said, this Friday, next Friday, uh, hop on there everything you know goes to supporting me so huge thanks to them and i want to give a shout out to 
my family, my wife, my kids, my dad, my mom. They're a huge part. My dad mechanics for me every weekend, unless I have some extra help. But he's still during the week. He's my practice bike guy. He's my race guy. You know, uh, he's not at the track with me during the week, but um, that's I'm actually headed there right now for him to help prep my practice bike to ride again Thursday. So uh, my family uh, just supporting me. You know, being old, still doing this and having all their support is awesome. Uh, Yamaha, huge help to me this year. Uh, the bike's awesome. I know I was kind of talking about how I'm just on a stock bike, and I really am, um, aside from a few little things, you know, put on there. And uh, the bike's awesome. So huge uh, thanks to them for stepping up and helping me. Um, and then the RMHC, I know we, I mentioned them earlier. Uh, Mike, uh, Christine, his wife, his kids, they helped me huge during Supercross, and we're looking to build on that program for next year. So, uh, looking to get some sponsors and, and kind of build on that program. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, all my personal sponsors, man, I have a list in front of me right now, but everybody, uh, go on my Instagram. I know that's the thing uh, that you, you know, just people getting a hold of me. Um, Twitter and Instagram are kind of my two go-tos that I spend time on, uh, and my names on both of them is just Kyle Chisholm 11, so my first and last name and just my number, you know, 11. So find me on there. Um, I try to talk about all my sponsors as much as possible, but you know, LS2, FXR, um, CD, uh, X-Brand, EDS, Atlas Brace, um, tons of them, uh, FMF, Recluse, um, Active Ride Suspension, um, there's ton. I don't want to even name it, Ricky Fowler, uh, my wife, you know, helps me, um, yeah, just a ton, you know, go on my Instagram, follow me, give me a follow if you don't, and, uh, you'll, you'll see everybody on there, try to give them some love, and, uh, yeah, just shout out to all those guys for uh, keep keep me racing, keep me out there, and help me to do it with the best stuff. You know, that's the one good thing about doing my own program. And I've done this a long time. I know a lot of people, um, a lot of connections. You know, fortunately, uh, blessed to have all that. Um, but with doing my own program, I'm able to kind of pick and choose. Like, hey, like, I might need to buy that or I don't get that. Or I could get this for free, but I'm going to choose to run this other thing instead. You know, I, I really honestly, everything I use on my bikes and in my program are because I want to. Um, it's not just because, hey, these people pay me and give me or give me this or that. You know, I honestly, genuinely like all the products that I run. So, um, like I said, support all those. Uh, you know, they, they support me. So thanks to all of them. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's awesome to have support from that many people doing as long as I have. And uh, they're the ones that keep me out there. So shout out to them. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show too. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. I'll say it again. I've said it a thousand times already on the show. Alias Sport, putting us on here for this one, hooking us up with the chiz. Um, and yeah, man, good luck this weekend. Um, we'll talk to you, like a, like I said before, uh, I think Sunday we'll yeah. try to get you on the show here to kind of get a, a, a Bud's, Bud's Creek review, and uh, we'll chat with yeah. you a little more on the main show. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll see you in Ironman here in a couple weeks, man. Yeah, perfect. That sounds good. All Thanks right. for having me. Yeah, no problem. Right. Thanks, bud. Talk soon.